good evening, podcast family, and welcome to yet another episode of the Cast Dash Me Podcast. As always, I'm your boy, JV, and I got my boys with me here. Go ahead and say what's up to the family, guys. Hey, it's uh, Saul Flores again, uh, the Ace Man 17. What is up? It's Adrian, aka Overload. It's Leo, the Nard Dog. <laughs> and we are happy to be back with you once again to talk. What are we talking today, guys? We're talking about something that's pretty much close and dear and near to all our hearts, which is uh, video games and gaming. If you guys couldn't tell by the way we look, I guess I guess we have the gamer look now. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a podcast at midnight, what do you guys think? Gamers? Yeah, I think yeah. we're gamers, right? Like, um, we're a freaking Rangers jersey. And we're, what does that mean? I'm trying to play, I'm, I have a Nike jersey on. I mean, I have a jersey shirt. <laughs> yeah, so the topic today is is gaming, right? Gaming, guys, um, is a part of our lives for sure. Part of a lot of people's lives out there. You know, uh, once again, we are, you know, in 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 our homes, respective homes right now. We can't game in person, but through the power of technology, we're able to bring you this podcast and also able to enjoy some gaming while we're, while we're in, at home, right? So we're going to go around the room and, and basically, guys... Tell us a little bit about how you guys started started gaming. What brought you into gaming? Who introduced you to it? Maybe one some of the first games you guys started playing. Just give uh, the fans at home a little bit of perspective as to how just how long you've been gaming. Um, well, for me, it, it all started it all started when I was a wee child. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, a little child. A wee child, uh, uh, not a grown my, child. A, a wee child. <laughs> My my first gaming console was the Nintendo 64. That's what started everything for me. It was a gift from my aunt to me. And uh, she bought a couple of games with it. And uh, like I was telling Adrian a, a little while ago, like yesterday, I think, was uh, the game that started everything for me was uh, uh, The Legend of Zelda, The Ocarina of Time. That, 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 that was the game that like started me on this... Uh, gaming journey if you will you know and then after that I, you know spent a whole bunch of other games but that was the first console and game that really stood out and that really uh got me into the gaming into the gaming uh, uh thing so the gaming thing yeah. <laughs> into the gaming into the game culture the gaming culture the gaming yeah. uh you name it the gaming niche what were your first five games Memorable games on the N64. Oh man, first five games on the N64. How do you know well, you owned an N64? I just said you just it. said it. I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> you just said it. somebody wasn't well, paying attention. I, I never like my I, at the time. I mean, we were like we were okay financially, but we just, we, we weren't like like buy video games every time kind of thing. But I mean, the games that I played that it came with was was one of them was the was the Ocarina of Time. The other one was, I mean, back to our previous conversation podcast, was that uh that like Pokemon photographer one where you take like Pokemon pictures. Snap. Oh, Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon Snap. snap. <laughs> yeah. That that one. Come <laughs> out of the five. He said, he said. Uh, <laughs> exactly see that uh that's a that's a callback to my previous statements if you guys haven't seen that watch our, our previous episode anyways but um <laughs> yeah pokemon. Uh, um pokemon snap um and then i had you know friends over because at, at, at that time uh the n64 was kind of the big console so i played a lot of uh, super smash bros and the nintendo 64 
and um uh the uh um Mario the 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 Mario World or what's it called the uh the Mario Party? Mar- Mario yeah. Party, yeah. Mar- Mar- the the Mario Parties. I played pretty much played those and then after that, I mean, we can get to that little little, little later, but after that, uh I switched over to Sony to the to the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trader. Now, um, funny you mentioned Mario Party. I just played that last week, believe it or not, on the Nintendo Switch. So it's still rolling, right? It's still, oh, yeah. we're still getting the Mario what, Party what, today. What, what, what are we now? Mario Party, like, eight, something like that, or nine? What was it? I don't I, think there's even a number. Uh, oh. It was just a number. Mario Party or something. It's just or Mario like, Party because it's the only one on the Switch. So I think yeah. they just called it Mario Party. Yeah. You, you think I would know. I just played it. Um, but uh, you mentioned something that's interesting there. You You started with the N64. Uh, a little fact about that for anybody who doesn't know. So the N64, when that came out, the console wars were just kind of getting going, right? We had the Nintendo 64, uh, the PlayStation, and the the Sega Saturn, right? Those were the big ones coming out. If you guys remember, the Sega Saturn and the PlayStation both used CDs, and Nintendo went the cartridge route. So if you guess you didn't know, Sony was actually slated to make uh, the sound chips for the for Nintendo's newest console at the time. Um, but in the documents that in the contract, right, that they signed with Nintendo, Nintendo didn't notice it until after the fact. And I don't remember if it was the president or the CEO of Nintendo, but he looked, he read it and he was like, hey, there's like a clause in here that could allow Sony to make games. And we just don't want that because we want to control all the, the games that are on our console. And so they kind of like twisted Sony's arm because back then Sony was small, right? That section of Sony that was their, I guess, your, their gaming and sound. Uh, area uh, department was tiny so they kind of twisted their arms into getting out of that contract and Nintendo ended up going with Philips they used to make TVs back then um, and to make their sound card for their console which ended up being the N64 and so another thing that kind of deterred them was that Sony wanted to do CDs and Nintendo was like no we're doing cartridges Uh, even though CDs could hold a lot more memory Um, and, and everybody was like well Nintendo's you know kind of falling you know they're kind of Thing in the in the dark ages by not going to CD, but uh, and then when Tomb Raider and games like that came out in the PlayStation, it was like, whoa, the graphics are great. But Super Mario 64 actually dominated that time period, so that's what kind of kept the 64 as a top seller because that uh, when Nintendo 64 came out, it was rated at the time the best game ever, like in history. So like those kind of ratings kind of kept Nintendo at the top. And to this day, you know, Nintendo still owns a lot of those those rights to those games, like Mario, Donkey Kong, um, what else? Kirby yeah. came out a little bit after that on the N64. They're stingy, man. They're super stingy. Oh, they're super stingy. One of the stingiest <laughs> brands yeah, they, out they, there. They, they've always been hesitant <laughs> to bring in third parties, right? It's like, eh, Very. If we can keep it in home, we're going to keep it in home. Um, and and that was apparent when, we, when they moved on to the GameCube because they didn't have a whole lot of games when they came to the GameCube. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole other story, but. Uh, all right. So Ace, you guys started with the N64. Adrian, what did you uh what did you kick it off with? How did you first start gaming? Uh I mean it started when I was a wee lad, you know, just like just like my friend here. So no, I was young. I I was about maybe six or seven. Uh shout out to my dad, but he's the one that kind of started it off. Like he uh I remember we weren't fan like financially stable. But somehow he brought home an N64, and I remember to this day he brought the um, he brought two controllers with him because I had a sister. Oh, well, I have a sister, right? So 
He had a uh, <laughs> right. So I have a sister, guys. Ouch. Fun fact: I have a sister named Brianna. She's she's great. What's up? But no, uh, he brought home an N64 with Banjo Kazooie, and then the the gray controller, and then the purple see-through controller, like yeah. the kind of clear one. Yeah. And man, I played that game for hours. Um, and I was t- I was actually ta- talking to my roommate Richard. I would. I would, I remember this vividly. Like, I would grab my controller and instead of staying in place, I would move with the character. Like, I didn't know what uh, I was doing yeah. at the time. So, uh, I don't know, great memories. Uh, unfortunately, that N64 got stolen. Um, and then I had to go, I had to go to Kmart and buy another one. And I, oh, I remember to this day, man, you're, going, you're, you're dating yourself, man. Kmart. Hey. Kmart, I know. Shout out to Kmart. I think they're all gone now. R.I.P. Man, R.I.P. I think there's like one state where you can still find them, and it's like a handful of them. But yeah, I remember as a kid, there was that tendency to want to move with the control. That's funny, Adrian. You weren't. You're not alone on that. Um, Yeah, I I did. I did the exact same thing. Exact same thing. I gotta get props, especially when you're playing that. uh, I gotta get props to Nintendo. You mentioned the controller, man. If, if anything could stand the test of time, it was that joystick. That shit was so flimsy. I was surprised. It would go out. Eventually, it would go out, and it would just kind of, yeah. like, it would kind of, you know, t- uh, give out to one side. And, you know, even yep. if the, the control was, was laying there stationary, it would move a little bit because the joystick was so worn out. But it never <laughs> broke. At least for me, it never broke. Because I was like, man, that thing will hold up forever, even if it's, you know, on its last leg. It will not snap. And that joystick sucks with a fall. It won't fall apart. They're not going to fall well, it was just an interesting setup too, right? The fact that it had three, like three handles, I guess. I, can, I don't know what else to call them. You had the center one with the joystick. You had the left that had the cross pad. To this day, I, I refuse to play with a cross pad, by the way. I only play with joystick. And then on the right side, of course, you had your C buttons. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. second joystick, you had C buttons. It was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was weird. Did y'all, ever, have, did y'all ever play with two controllers? Like when you could play like GoldenEye? Two like controllers. That? You never played like that? On GoldenEye, you have a setup where you played with two controllers. Oh, wow. Wow, I never... The right one was just to look around. So instead of having to use the C buttons, you can use the second Uh joystick. Game was ahead of its time. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, no. I don't know about that. I know a lot about GoldenEye. I know a lot about GoldenEye. Like, like, people say it's really great, like, multiplayer, but I've never played it. We used, to have a, we used to have a running joke, me and my cousins, because uh, GoldenEye was obviously a career mode, and then you had the multiplayer mode. And does yeah. everybody remember the Golden Gun? Yeah. It was the one shot, right? So uh, we would always say, um, I can't remember the stage, but we say Golden Gun only, Odd Job. And you know why we would do that? Because Odd Job was so fucking short that like it was really hard to hit him. So <laughs> we, we would all, we, that was like the earliest. Uh, Hacks, the call of ha- for hacks mm-hmm. that I remember, right? Because you'd play and somebody pick odd job and you'd be like, man, some bullshit. Can't even hit this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we called hacks on that. All right, Leo. So you what, what kicked it off for you, man? Only. For me, uh, it started with the Super Nintendo. I remember, honestly, I was probably like four or five. Big bucks over here. Start with Super Nintendo. For real, man. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I started playing Super Nintendo. We had a uh, Mario World at Donkey Kong. Um, Mario Kart, of course, and uh, like just a couple of, like racing games and things like that. So that was, that's what started off for me. I didn't really get competitive with gaming until you know, like Super Smash Brothers came out on 64. Then 
you know, you have your friends come over and just be the best one. Um, but yeah, that's what kind of kicked it off for me. And I've always like appreciated gaming because through that, like I met all of you guys through yeah. gaming. It's like, yeah. you know, always think back to what started it all. And, yeah, we'll definitely touch on the story of how yeah. we all met because I think for uh, gaming contributed <laughs> for to real. that greatly. I think um, that was the only reason. Yeah, that's the only I mean, reason I think all four I, of us are here. At least for me. <laughs> there's, there's one of y'all that I don't know because of gaming. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll let everybody know who that is here when we get to that. But um, after, like, what 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 games, like, because, you know, there's a whole bunch of subcategories and subgenres in, in gaming. So uh, what what games kind of like 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 contributed to like kind of your favorite your favorite uh, subgenre? Because my favorite subgenre for me is uh, the uh, the the open world uh, uh, games, mm. and the one that started it off for me was Skyrim because that was the first the first oh, wow. open world game that I played. I mean, except like uh, I guess uh, I guess you I guess the Ocarina of Time is kind of open world because you can like travel travel around, but for the for the Xbox three sixty. Um, Skyrim was, was was and then that was one hell of one hell of a game like to start off the open world because yeah. that that thing is massive. I mean, I I still play it to this day. I've I've logged in so many hours on it. It's it's not even funny. Uh, <laughs> I mean, for me, I've kind of been all over the place. I've kind of settled on one genre now. But when I first started gaming, <laughs> while, while Mr. Big Bucks over here was playing Super Nintendo, I was being handed down a, a used uh, NES, right? So the, the its predecessor. Um, and the first game I ever played was Little Samson. Does anybody ever remember playing that? Mm-hmm. It's literally no. a 2D kind of like Super Mario Brothers, right? A 2D kind of cross, you know, you walk across and then the old, the, the left part of the screen is gone. By the way, I found out right, that the reason that both. happens is because they just didn't have the memory in these devices to allow you to go back. The way the game is loaded was, oh, okay, you move this way, we're loading the next part of the game. You're not going back because we don't know how to load in the past yeah. <laughs> the, the system yeah. just didn't know how to do that but this was called little samson and just um think about super mario uh mario brothers 2 i don't know if you ever played that uh, that's another game yeah. i played on the nes but of you know you could yeah. pick you could pick mario luigi toad peach i think it was toad if not it was yoshi but it was i know it was definitely mario luigi peach and then one other one uh, but little samson was like that and i call it little samson it's probably called something completely different but the character's name was samson and they were like knights, you know, they had little swords. It was the same thing. You did, it was like 2D cross. <clears throat> um, and then as our, my library kind of grew, it was like things like Duck Hunt, you know, mm-hmm. uh, things like uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. I actually didn't play 3 until way after. The only one I remember playing was Super Mario Brothers 2. And I had a family of four, right? <clears throat> so it was me, my older brother, who was two years older than me, and then our sisters were the eldest, right? And they were about four years older than me four and five years older than me so it was a lot of passing the controller around right you take turns and you tried your hardest not to die because then that meant you had to pass the controller on and you had to wait three turns man can you imagine that but it was great right because it brought everybody together and we took turns and we enjoyed it but that's also the reason why i came to hate story modes right so growing up i was always the youngest so as the zeldas came through as the other marios like uh, mario 64 because i did get a 64 after that and then even um the Zeldas on the Wii, that, the Wii was like the first console that I bought on my own because I had just turned like 17 and I was, you know, working. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Wii was like the first one that I bought on my own. Bought Super Smash Bros. Brawl because I had already played Melee. And that's where I, like, kind of like Leo, right? That's where I kind of started getting more into competitive games. And to this day, the only type of games I play are where I can play against somebody else. I mean, I, the games that I have right in front of me right now, 
you guys can't see them, but we got Call of Duty, we got Dragon Ball Fighters. I got downloaded uh, this new game called Grand Blue, which is another fighter. I've got NBA 2K, right? Those are all games where you go and you play somebody else and you, you try to outdo them. And I have not played a story mode game in forever. And that's probably because wow, I hated sharing yeah. the controller. And now I just somehow culminated into not liking story modes. But I'm with you on that open world thing. I used to play all MMORPGs online as well uh, when I was in high school. So that's pretty cool. Who, who played a, 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 a RuneScape? RuneScape. Definitely RuneScape. never played RuneScape. I heard of it. Really? But never For played. real? Wow. Yeah. Am I the only one? Okay. It, is that a PC game? Is that a PC game? No, it, it was a uh, on. It was like one of the first online games that you that you could play with people like all over the world, and oh, it man. was it was pretty much like, uh, like a um, what's the what what are the ones called the where you click and and the character moves, uh, one of those uh, like an RPG. Yeah, but an RPG, but it, it you know on the computer, so you I mean so you just. Like you know, you 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 would click to where the you want the character to go. Yeah. And walk. Well, oh, yeah. A lot of a lot of MMORPGs I, work yeah. that way. Where like yeah. I, I remember I played one that was called Ragnarok online, and that's like a free game. Mm-hmm. It was like a thousand servers that were all you hackable, not hackable, but they just yeah. had like they were customized, so you could level up to max level like in a day. But yeah, a lot of MMORPGs were like that, where you click on the mm-hmm. spot and that's where your character goes. If you yeah. want to attack something, you click and on then, it and it. And then they, and then you see your characters do this. Yeah, and they just do like movements. Yep, yep. That that was like the early stages of like World of Warcraft, right? Yeah. Before, before yeah. World of Warcraft, all those games yeah. that came before it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, that's some genre I fell into is competitive. Anything that's competitive, it's not necessarily fighting games. Anything I can play against you guys. You said open world, Adrian, Leo. Uh, I'm. I don't know. I think I'm everywhere. I like. I like competitive. I like playing 2K. Uh, so like sports, um, but I really like first-person shooters. Like I, I play. I, I mean, I grew up playing Halo, and I, I remember like being in high school and playing Halo, like just hours and hours of Halo. Uh, so I'd probably, I'd probably go with first-person shooters. It's probably one of my favorite ones. Sweet, Leo. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty much all over the place too. I don't. I feel like you're a very heavy story mode player. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I see you play. I see you finish. I see you finish finish a lot of games where a lot of people won't finish a game. Like you actually finish them, which and I give you props for that because I can. I don't have the patience. <laughs> I, I usually don't have the patience for certain games. Like I'll start a lot of games. I won't necessarily finish them a lot. But like like right now, I'm struggling to get through Horizon Zero Dawn. Like I got halfway through that game, I think, and I'm just kind of. It's overwhelming. <laughs> uh, let me let me ask you a question, Leo. Hmm. Let's think of games like Zelda. For you, for me, finishing the game is I beat Ganondorf and I'm done. For you, is that finishing the game or do you have to finish the quests? I wouldn't have to say that I have to finish all of the quests. But, but do you try? I try. Boy, as soon as I'm done with that boss, it's over. <laughs> I'm, I'm you can beat Ganon like, as soon as you leave the plateau. That's my job to- right there. That's all I'm looking to do. <laughs> So, gonna show up he's... naked with a with a stick. <laughs> if I can beat him with a stick, I'm doing it. <laughs> I have like a, I guess I I have like a way to play um um like story mode. Like it has a whole bunch of like different like like objectives. Like my f- the first time I play it, I play like the story mode, like the story. I just run through it, and then I go back and play it again. And then the second time I go, I I finish the game 100, percent which is like. All the objectives, all the collectibles, all the skins, if you will, 
all the all the the the, the weapons i i i fight all you know I, I go everywhere you know like explore all the map so that that's 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 one that's one way how i i play uh open world or story games uh like that's that's what i'm doing now with with uh with uh um with red dead redemption 2 because red dead redemption 2 it's a huge game like it's it's a big big game and it takes i mean you talk you talk about like having patience to to play the game i mean there's no there there there's no fast travel i mean well you can't unlock fast travel from the main character's um room and then but you fast travel to like up what like a, a, a town but then you can't fast travel from there you have to like ride your horse to the next town or back to the to where you're to the the <clears throat> so that thing is like i mean you talk about time so like yeah, right right now i'm in my second playthrough of red Dead Redemption 2 and i'm trying to get a hundred percent like the whole thing because i guess that that one i appreciated is I, I, as a writer i appreciate good writing and that is game is has really really good writing and super intricate characters that why don't are, you take the train <laughs> Well, because it's the same, it's the same thing. I just told you why, Leo. <laughs> it's the same thing. You know, like, like you can story. take, the, you can take the train from one city to the next city, but like, but you know, I mean, like, there's, I mean, not everything, not everything, not everything is done in the city, in the towns. Like, there's stuff enough. like in the wilderness <laughs> or in the mountains or anywhere else, you know. So I, so you can't take the train, but it's, it's the same thing. Just making sure you knew that a train existed. No, I, I, I know, I know. I've, I've yeah. taken the train before, but usually when I go on the train, I, I stop it and rob everybody, and then proceed to die to the. To <laughs> yeah, the, to I mean the, the last. Hunters. I think the last story game I played was Super Mario Galaxy, so that should kind of oh, give you well, an idea. You are yeah. Mr. Bay. That was on the Wii. Dang. That was on the Wii. Yep. Yeah, so it's been. That was in like eight while. or something. Oh, wait, did, was that a launch title? I don't remember if it was launched, but it was at least near launch, if not launch, definitely. Because I remember picking up uh, no, because the only two games I picked up launch for that console were uh, was uh, We Fit, not We Fit, uh, We Games, the free ones. <laughs> yeah, We Sports, and uh, Zelda. That's all I picked yeah. up because Smash didn't come out till later, and then uh, Smash uh, yeah, came out. So, Smash came out way later, and we'll talk a little bit about that because I think that's that's a huge game for for several of us. Um, let's jump into the story of how we how gaming brought all of us together, guys. So, um, I can start. I think, I, it, start, I think it starts with you. It definitely starts. That, yeah, it, it definitely starts, starts there. Yeah, I think I'll start it there just because that's where me <clears> and Leo <throat> met, and I think that that's probably the the friendship that goes back the furthest as far as timeline, right? So this was back in two thousand six, going yeah. into two thousand seven. Um, we were we both attended the same high school. I, I was actually junior class president, believe it or not. I don't even know how that happened. Wow. I, was, I, wasn't like a, I wasn't like a popular kid. <laughs> yeah. well, what was your, your – It wasn't even running. Uh, your, 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 your motto. My motto? What I ran yeah. on? Wait, what you ran on, yeah. Shit, what I ran your on base. was I, I, I went around and, at, and told everybody to vote for me. <laughs> I literally, hey. like, pestered vote people. You were, <laughs> you, were doing, you were doing grassroots campaigning before grassroots campaigning was even the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. knocking on doors. <laughs> I was knocking on doors, you know, kissing babies. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but honestly, I didn't – As long I mean, as you were signing them. Yeah, for exactly. For I mean, in, in junior – it was junior year of, of high school, right? So we're, what platform did you could you really run on? Because they didn't really give us a whole lot of power. I mean, yeah. later I it was later I found out there was more to the position than I thought. 
but honestly it was more so like i was a part of the that the, the i guess the gaming community if you will mm-hmm. kind of the odd people in school i would i wouldn't say we were like <clears throat> off off right but you know we were the nerdier kids we watched anime read manga played a lot of video games video games is really what brought me into that group and so they were like one of us should run right so that the typical person doesn't win and i was like yeah like, i'll do it and i actually ended up winning so i was totally thrown off by that and uh, one of the things that we had to plan was a junior trip and we had to figure out ways to raise money so that less money came out of the pocket of the students right so the more money we raised the less each person's share was for the trip so i came up with a brilliant idea right i was like man i've always wanted to host a tournament and so i was like what if i host a tournament for the entire school because the way our building worked like it was literally one building and there were six schools in one building um but they were smaller schools so altogether they made up your typical high school right and so i was like let me host the super smash brothers melee tournament that's a game that i'm great at i could probably win this tournament i'm the best in the school you know everybody swears they're the best at everything <laughs> and so i you know I, I ironed out the details with the principal and they were like yeah you can borrow the what's called the commons right the basically a fancy word for lunchroom they had tvs there i had a couple teachers allow us to borrow their their projectors and so we had like five setups i want to say and, you know, I ran a single elimination. No, I ran a double elimination, actually. So it was kind of long. And all we were allotted was one hour every day after school. So it was like several days that it took because you had, we ended up having 80 plus participants. So it was actually more successful than I anticipated. But we ran it. We ran through it. It took us probably two weeks. Um, but that's where I started meeting more and more people that enjoyed Smash Brothers. And I was like, I'm better than you. Even though I didn't win the tournament, you know, you still kind of stay salty. And you're like, you know what? We need to play again. And. I can beat you. And then we started like, kind of like, eventually it's culminated into a club. But for that first year, it was just kind of people, you know, exchanging information and then meeting up at each other's house to play. Um, and the people that I frequented with was uh, Leo and another friend, another common friend of ours, another couple of common friends of ours, their names are Richard and Andre. Uh, we still talk to them to this day. Um, that was kind of the group that stuck together and we've been playing ever since. Um, even after I graduated, we continued, we stayed in contact. Um, eventually, you know, Leo and Richard were roommates at one point. Richard and I were roommates at one point. Me and Andre were the exact same school year. So me and him stayed in touch even after he left and came back to Dallas. And the games just kind of kept coming, right? New iterations. And so we just kind of kept it going. We were like, hey, the new one's out. I, I'm going to beat you in this one, right? And all the way till now. Well, like I said, some of us were roommates at one point, and we still get together on Mondays um, to to play that game just for fun. It's kind of the thing that brought us all together. I'll let Leo tell you how – actually, Adrian, I'll let you tell how you and I met because I think it was you and I that met first, and then you kind of became part of the group. Uh, Yeah, so I met met JV back in, I want to say maybe – what, maybe 2013, 2014? Sounds about right, yeah. Uh, yeah, we met we met at a restaurant and uh we we talked for like two minutes about going out dancing or something. And Oh yeah, uh, we worked for the same company, right? Yeah, we were yeah. you worked for Samsung and I worked for Best Buy. Yeah, so there was like and, that connect and we ended up at an event together. I forgot about this. That's where we first we ended met. up <laughs> we ended up in an event and a few years passed. I um I unfortunately lost my job at Best Buy and started working at a Best Buy Mobile and met Richard which is he he calls him himself the glue which i think uh, i think he is and uh <laughs> i'll say it and uh so so richard said uh hey man uh i i host 
Richard Richard didn't like me at this point, but he 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 saw that I had interest in Smash Bros. And he's like, "Hey man, uh come out on Monday. All our friends get together and uh you know, we can play we can play this game together." I was like, "All right, man. I'll I'll stop by." And uh so you uh JV and Richard were roommates. And I didn't know this at the time. I hadn't seen you in years, so um, I'm sitting there on the couch waiting for everyone to get there because I get there first because I'm like, you know what, like, kind of want to get some practice in. I haven't played this game ever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you walk in and I'm like, oh. Yeah, we recognize each other at that point. Yeah. I was like, I, I know you. And uh, from there, I I met, the, I met the gang. So Leo, Andre, yeah. uh, Martin, Alex, you know, like, and, and, and so now, like, we're still yeah. good. And then you and I ended up working together for a while, too. <laughs> Yeah, we so ended that, up working that kind of allowed it to even grow further because it kind of uh, forced us to see each other more often, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that really allowed it to stick longer. I feel like definitely you know, work. But definitely. ultimately, the thing that brought us together was the games. Yeah, and then of course, like um, before that, before that, like I went to college and met Ace. So uh, Ace and I were roommates. But somehow we would always end up in each other's room. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Because when I when I first got to uh, Southwestern, uh, Swao, as we call it in the in the in the alumni. <laughs> Anyways, um, um, yeah. I think I think I met you. This <clears throat> you, uh, Adrian. I think I met you. I think it was my freshman year, but it was the second semester of my freshman year. I don't think it was the first semester. I think your your roommate, um, I was friends with your roommate maybe, and I think your roommate had like a gaming console in in his room or something like that. Or we would always go to some somehow we would always be around each other and then um we just started talking and then we became friends. But it was pretty much it. Like but yeah, like like <clears throat> and then and then I remember, like, like, I, like, uh, JB, you, you were saying, like, you, you hosted tournaments and in college. There was also tournaments too, but it was, um, it was, uh, I don't think, I think you played in the couple of I think you won, um, like the, uh, the Mario Kart one. The, the you Mario Kart tournament. Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is before. This is before y'all. Not buying <laughs> it. Not buying this. All right. Where's the script? <laughs> where's the script? How much did Adrian yeah. tell you to pay you to tell <laughs> us that? Um, I didn't tell him anything. Adrian, uh, my, my, my contract here says that you owe me ten ten dollars every time I say every time every time I say that you won a tournament. So that's uh, ten dollars right now in my bank account. Thank you very much. And then two dollars um, per two dollars per general compliment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, and then I played. I think I played a one or two, and and yeah, and then pretty much our friendship went from there. And then we would hang out, and then I would go to his house. Um, I, I know, I, I know his mom, his dad, his uh, his uh, his sister, and his other sister, and then his little nephews. And then he would, then he came to San Antonio with me, and then and then um, and then because at, at the time I, I was my my parents were in San Antonio, so so uh, yeah, I mean that's how I met Adrian, and then how I met Leo and JV was pretty much through Fortnite. <laughs> through Fortnite, and then. Through Fortnite, yeah. so that, that was kind of how we first got to hear yeah. what A sounded like, and then we got yeah. to put a face to the to the voice of once again gaming bringing everybody together. Just last year in Vegas, right for yeah. Evolution Championship Evo. If nobody's ever heard of Evo, it's a big fighting tournament. 
it's kind of like the most prestigious fighting tournament several games being played in Las Vegas for a lot of money and you know we don't go with the anticipation of winning these tournaments but you know it's Vegas it's games why not right so we got to meet Ace there and we had a good yeah, time because I live right now where I work I, I work in in the like you know Mojave Valley area and Bullhead City uh uh Needles California area and I live about like an hour and a half away from Vegas so I Oof. pretty much drove up there and I met all these guys and it was the first time we met, so that that's pretty much my story of how I know yeah. Leo and JV was be literally through video games. Yeah, <laughs> that's an hour and a half from Vegas, that would spell disaster for me. I have a, I would, <laughs> if there was casinos in Texas, I would have a problem for sure. Yeah. So, um, like I, want the room, I want to go around the room super quick and just kind of tell us the most memorable experience you had with gaming. It could be part of the story we just talked about. Or just in general, something that stands out to you. And we'll start with Leo. Leo, is there anything that stands out that, like, you're like, man, because the gaming, this specific thing pops out in my head? Or maybe it's just a general moment, you know, where you're like, damn, I love video games. Or um, I, I think for me, it was just because I grew up and I, I played a lot with my, like, I played a lot of video games with my dad for a while um, until he realized that I could beat him at them. And yeah. Stop playing. <laughs> Did he shove you to the ground after that? Yeah, he was like, this is trash. I than you. hated games. <laughs> and I remember specifically the game that I beat him on because we were playing. He liked playing racing games. So I got, uh, we had Ridge Racer on 64. And just one day I just beat him and he's like, holy crap. And after that, he just couldn't beat me anymore. And yeah, like <laughs> that kind of like sparked a little bit more competitive uh, nature in me as far as video games go definitely like on the more casual end but um yeah that made me think i really like games and then i had uh my brother started being able to play video games and we bonded over that of course because uh you know he like playing certain games and like watching me until he could actually hold the controller um and then of course like i beat him at smash Bros all the time because he didn't know what he was doing mm -hmm. um, <laughs> did you yeah. ever is this your young your younger brother it's the only brother I have. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. See, see, this is, I, this is, this is how much I know Leo and JV. I, I have to ask him. Anyways, but did you, did you do the thing where you like, you like, you like, like he was playing with you, but but the controller wasn't connected to the console? Because I would, do, I would do that to my sister all the time. See, I never did that. I actually no? let him play. He just died so he, quick. He's that I got the controller right back. Controller. Like, sorry, man, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right, he's the best. Your big boys can afford two controllers, man. For real. Come on, man. You know you're talking to Ace. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian, anything that stands out for you? It doesn't have to be like life changing. Just something that you really remember. Uh, I have a few memories. I think I have like maybe one or two. Um, the biggest one is playing Banjo Kazooie with my dad. Uh, when he first brought in the console, I remember. I think it's the second or third world that you go to in Banjo Kazooie. But man, like I remember being a kid and being freaked out by that shark. I don't know if you guys know, but there's a you go into the sewer, like a it's like a sewer a level, big metal shark, and there's a big metal shark. So you go underneath a tube, and as soon as you dive in the tube, there's a big old shark with teeth. There. And I remember freaking out as a kid. Like it made me not want to play, but it like it also made me want to play because I was like, you know what? Like I gotta get over this fear of this of this shark. So my, my dad would, like, be there while watching me while I played, and it kind of helped out. But uh, my favorite moment is I remember getting a 
Game Boy Color in like the blue teal. Damn, baller. Another one baller. Yeah. Here. <laughs> hey, shout out to my sister Norma. Shout out to her because she, she got it for me when I was in, I, I, I don't remember, but it was during Christmas. I remember opening it up and opening uh, Pokemon Blue, the blue version, and evolving my first Charmander into a Charizard. Oh man, I would never forget that feeling. I didn't like I didn't know how they evolved and watching them on the screen kind of glitch and, and and do all that stuff. Like man, I I I ran up to her while like her being in the bathroom, I'm sorry, but she was in the bathroom. I was like, check this out. Like <laughs> I just got I got myself a Charizard. Like and yeah. to this day I love Charizard. So those were probably two of my favorite moments growing up. Like nice. for sure. What about you, Ace? Yeah, Ace. Um, I don't know if I have a specific moment. I know that I, when, when my, when my dad got me the PlayStation, he got, um, the FIFA, FIFA 2000, something like that, or I don't remember which one it was, the FIFA game. And, and we, and I mean, we both like soccer. So, so we would, we would play and, you know, he would play as Mexico and I would play as, as the USA, you know, and we would, we would, we would, uh, you know, we would just just battle each other in, in, in FIFA. But, um, so that was one of my favorite memories just because, you know, we were, I was, I don't know, like 11, 12, 13, around there, something like that. And we were just playing FIFA on the TV. But I think my my most memorable gaming moment would be, um, again, uh, it's a story-based game, um, the the Mass Effect series. I don't know if you're familiar with that series. Mm-hmm. That That's my favorite. That's my favorite trilogy and games it's my favorite gaming moment just because when i finished it um i saw the hard work and how much writing and how much like design and graphics and everything went went behind everything because you know because it, it's really easy to take games for granted you know like we, we play them and and we just enjoy because they're because one they're good they're good storytelling or they're good shooters or or they're good to play with friends you know but you know, but we kind of forget that like somebody spent like fifty hours just rendering a little itty bitty movement, you know, and that was the first time where I'm like, wow, this is like like this is this is insane because to have all three games flow and then like i don't know, I don't know if you guys played it, but like when you finished the first mass effect, when you started Mass Effect two your the 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 character the relationships that you had with the with the characters in the first one transferred over to the second one and then so forth and so forth so i'm like wow like the engineering and just the the game that's what really that was one but that's yeah. one of my favorite uh gaming memories like like that whole trilogy playing yeah. through the whole trilogy because it was it was great it was it was great <laughs> That's awesome, man. I yeah. never played those games. Like I said, I don't do a lot of story, but I can yeah. see the appreciation that you have for that type of game, and I can definitely respect it for sure. Um, I have several memories. I'm just going to run through them super quick. I remember, you know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. We were very, you know, we were poor. Only my dad worked. My mom worked like twice a week. And getting that N64 on Christmas, I mean, opening it up and totally not expecting it because we hadn't asked for it, right? It's not something we asked for. <clears throat> to open that on Christmas Day was like ridiculous. So that was just amazing. It gave me a newfound... I mean, I always love my parents. I do, you know, since since I was a kid, so now, but that just like uh, gave me a newfound respect to say, you know, they they despite all everything they have on their plate, they they took money out of their pocket and 
take the time to say, you know, oh, we're going to get this working. Because it's totally not a necessity, right? All this that we're talking about, luxury, yeah. right? Yeah, for real. Um, and <laughs> yeah. it just gave me newfound respect for the amount of work that it takes to, you know, to get the things that, that your parents provide for you and even the things that we buy for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. You talked about putting in the work to make a game. I, I always think, you know, if I want something, I, I got to work for it, right? Even if it yeah. means, you know, working extra at work to get more money, um, to get that extra paycheck, whatever it is. Um, it gives me definitely a newfound level of respect <laughs> for my parents. Um, <laughs> my, um, my, sorry, my, my, my lights turn off if there's no movements. I haven't been moving for like, for how long, for while we were. Yeah, you're good. Oh, this is going to um, look really funny in the edit. <laughs> yeah. Another memory was when I, when I traveled to my first tournament that wasn't like a local travel, when I actually got on a plane to go to a tournament. That was pretty awesome. Like, again, I didn't go with anticipations of winning or anything, but I remember my first Evo back in 2015. Um, me and Richard, who was my roommate at the time, were like, you want to go? And he's like, fuck it, let's do it. And we went, and I was like, damn, I'm going to a gaming convention in Vegas. Like, I just knocked out two things, two, three, four things off my bucket list um, on a whim, right? So um, when I did that, after doing that and experiencing that, I was like, you know what? I need to be even I, – I, I don't ever consider myself like a homebody by any means, but I was like, man, the spontaneity needs to, like, be at an all-time high right now because I think I was, like, 22 or something like that. Actually, no, I must have been 24 because 2015. Yeah, so I was like 24. And I was like, after that, I was like, I'm going to as many places I can go to. So it's funny how gaming inspired me to travel, right? Because after that, like, the travel took off. We even we even traveled internationally to uh, – some of us traveled internationally to a tournament in Japan. The tournament is just an excuse, wow. right, to kind of go. <laughs> yeah. Again, we're not going there to, like, place and win money or anything like that. Like, that's not the idea. But it's like, there's a gaming convention, so why not? Let me go to Japan, right? And I think without gaming, we might not have been inspired to make some of those choices. So I can definitely say those memories will, will stick for a lifetime. And I have gaming to thank for that. So it's a cool thing. Um, that, that, that's pretty much everything, guys. We talked a little bit about our history with gaming, how we got to meet each other through gaming, some of our most memorable moments within gaming. Um, any other thing you guys want to add? Maybe a little quirks, fun facts, etc. I have something I want to add, but I'm gonna save it because. Go for it. Are you? Go for it. How about I'm you? I'm hoping this person points it out before I do. Me? No. No. Leo, you want to raise? You want to raise your sleeves and show the people at home how gaming oh. has impacted you directly? Well, I was gonna bring that up earlier, but just kind of with my brother, we decided we wanted to do something like special for our, you know. Tell me that's not ourselves. dedication to the game. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I got you're... Mario and he's got Luigi. Uh, so I'm older and I got player one, got player two. And we got like a one-up mushroom and he's got super mushroom. So Yeah, it's pretty sick, nice. right? This guy, this guy nice. went as far as to put it on his body. So, I mean, gaming impacts us all differently. You know, there's there was that old stigma, right, that gaming was for lazy people. You know, you're not going to do anything. You can't make your, anything out of yourself with gaming. And I think the joke is on those other people, right? Because now we see guys that are making not only a living, but are living lavish off of gaming. When you think about guys like Ninja and, um, you know, all those Fortnite players, um, all the, you know, top Twitch streamers. I mean, there's a whole platform for for the gaming community. And these people are making a pretty penny, right, (laughs) off of gaming. So I would say time well invested for those guys. For us, it's more of 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 a hobby, of a pastime and a current. And then uh, still sense. a current, uh, a current, uh, I guess, a current hobby that we all, you know, partake in and keeps us together. So we'll, I think we'll continue to do that for as long as we can. But I think the friendships that we've built uh, off of it will continue to, regardless, right? Because at this point, there's other things that bring us together. Cool. Any last words, guys, before we sound off? Um, 
Go ahead, let people know our Instagram, Twitter, who's got those, who's got that info. Um, uh, cool. you, can, you can follow us, like, uh, you can follow me on Instagram if you'd like at adrian.v117. The personal plug. Have, personal <laughs> plug. Personal plug, all right? Let the people uh, know where they can find our in, <laughs> our Castastrophe pages. Leo, you got that? Find us you? at Castastrophe Pod um, on Instagram and Twitter. So that's at Castastrophe Pod. That's Castastrophe with Pod with a T after, uh, uh, sorry, with an S after K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the all the links will be in the in the description. Just so just a scroll. Yeah, we'll put it in the description. Maybe we'll do a little logo somewhere around us. Right here. <laughs> all right. Info, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll put it working on it. I'll put it right there in your face. So cast, uh, that's <laughs> Castastrophe Pod, both on Instagram and Twitter. You can also send us a message if you if there's a topic you'd like us to cover, or maybe you want to tell us your favorite gaming story. Send us an email to castastrophepod at gmail.com. Again, that's castastrophepod at gmail.com. So all three avenues, right? You can reach us through. You can send us a DM on Twitter and, or Instagram as well if you'd like to you get quicker access to those. Uh, cast Astrophy Pod on all three fronts. That's going to do it for us. Um, until next time, I'm JV. Hi, I'm the Ace Man 17. I'm Adrian. I'm Leo. And we are the Catastrophe Squad. Catch y'all later. Peace.